Hello, hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Thank you so much for joining us here on Nez Nation Live, the personal branding podcast. We really appreciate you letting us dance a little bit in your ears and your eardrums. Um, if you're new to this podcast, I am Professor Nez, your host. I'm a personal branding coach, content creating machine, live stream nut job, and online business owner. I own my own agency. Um, I'm so excited to bring to you this guest that we have today that's going to teach you how to crush it on all the major platforms with your content creation that will in turn help you build your personal brand so you can create opportunities for yourself. I advocate this all the time. There is probably nothing more lucrative, more beneficial for audience growth, getting more leads, advancing in your career than creating, building, leveraging, and maintaining your personal brand. And uh, our guest today is just going to blow your minds with fantastic knowledge. Before we get into that, though, I do want to get into our sponsors. And we are sponsored by Beyond the Box Academy. This is the greatest online training program on the planet. You can go enroll today. Unbelievable amounts of content. It is a membership site. You pay as little as $47 a month and you will get unlimited content. You will get invited to a private Facebook group where we will be doing live streams, weekly coaching, answering questions, giving you just innumerable amounts of value on how you can grow your own audience, grow your and leverage your brand and build something that will help you chart your course to freedom. So Beyond the Box Academy, um, I'm going to leave the notes in the show notes. But again, that is our sponsor, Beyond the Box Academy, the most unbelievable online training membership site. Okay, so without further ado, y'all, very, very excited to introduce to you. I hope you have a wonderful time. You're going to learn a lot about everything I just talked about and more. Plus, we have so much fun. We reminisce. It's a fun conversation, and I can't wait for you to listen to this. So, hey, without further ado, you know what's next. Cue that music, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome. Thursday evening, primetime, Nez Nation Live. How are you guys doing? Come on in, come on in. Replay viewers, welcome as well. You do not, trust me, guys, you do not want to miss this show this evening. This is going to be insanity because we have an unbelievable special guest with us today, and you can see him on the screen right now. But before I introduce him, <laughs> I'm so pumped to have him on the show because we I feel like we're kindred spirits, uh, this gentleman and myself. Welcome to Nez Nation Live, just in case you happen to be brand new, which what in the world is wrong with you if you're brand new? No, I'm kidding. This is a show where we talk about digital media, communications, and business in the 21st century mindset, giving you the latest and the greatest. It's the one-stop shop, y'all. Everything you need to know about personal branding, brand management, social media, communications, how to create your presence in this online universe, Nez Nation Live. So I... And without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and introduce our guest. I'm so excited. Make sure when you're coming on in that you share this out because sharing is caring. 
you're not going to want to miss this because we're going to be talking about some content strategies, social media, branding for your summer quest. And let me introduce to you this gentleman right here. I am so impressed. I'm going to tell you a little story after he introduces himself about how I came across Gary, which I think is going to be inspiring. This gentleman right here, he is doing unbelievable work in the realm of content creation, specifically with podcasting. Even more specifically, you guys know how nuts Nez is over IGTV. He is doing amazing stuff. He's charting his journey, his quest uh, for a complete mind, spirit, body transformation. He's lost over 100 pounds. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's give a warm Nez Nation welcome to Mr. Gary Cantrell. Gary, what up? Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that your favorite wrestler? Is when that- I was a kid, that was my favorite wrestler. Oh, my yeah. God. The Macho Man Savage. Oh, Ooh, my God. yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. That, that's like a really good impression, dude. That's wow. That's really good. I've had okay. years of practice. <laughs> okay. I want to do this. I want to do this really okay. quickly. And then I want you to say yay or nay. Ric Flair. Yay. Yes. I love the flair. I think the flair might be Woo! just his personality. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just his personality. And the, he was like the, he was the sassiest, classiest like villain there ever was. He sure uh, was. Uh, Undertaker. Yay or nay. Oh, yay. For sure. Yay. For sure. Undertaker. Okay. How about uh, the ultimate warrior? Oh yeah. Loved him when I was a kid. Yeah. Dude, I mean, there's, I could go on and on. Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan. I mean, I could Stone go Cold on and on. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, you know what? Stone Cold Steve. Okay, here's the thing about Stone Cold Steve Austin. He, I was kind of, I'm a little bit older than you. Not that that much. Let's not get it twisted. No. But I wasn't the craziest. We We're practically brothers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I truly do feel this way too, Gary. I feel like you and I, like it's just immediate. Like the, you can feel it sometimes with, a, with another, with another brother. You just feel like this vibe is this energy is just smoking. Like, yeah. like stone cold came in. I think after I kind of said, because everybody it wasn't, didn't everybody like say like adios to wrestling at one point They just said, okay, I had my fill. It's time yeah. to move on. Or am I crazy? Mid nineties, 94, 95. That's it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Maybe even actually, you know, what's sad. I think I was still into wrestling in the mid (laughs) nineties. I was, I was all in. I, but you know, it it was, it was towards the late nineties, mid to late nineties where the kind of culture shifted Howard Stern, South park. And you had stone cold, Steve Austin flicking off his boss on live television. Uh, You know, that was the story. He says to himself, give people a story to believe in and take yeah. them along for a ride because people, they want a story to believe in. They want to suspend their disbelief and they want to be taken for a ride. You know, what's really interesting that you just said right there is I think this, I think what you just described with wrestling has a lot to do with what we're going to be talking about tonight. Is, oh, yeah. I mean, the, the whole, but before we get into all this, yeah. tell our Nez Nation audience, I got so excited by wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> tell our tell our Nez Nation audience just kind of briefly if you want to. And Gary, this is your you have carte blanche. Okay. Be as free as you want, you know. Um tell our Nez Nation audience just a little bit about your back because I know I didn't do you justice. Give us a little bit more, specifically the part about your journey, which I think is so inspiring about how you're just totally, you know, you're changing your life. Talk to us a little bit about that. 
Well, first of all, let me thank you, Nez, for the opportunity to join the Nez Nation live here tonight. It's truly an honor. Yes. Um, I got to tell you, I started this very specific journey in 2017, January of 2017. And what really honestly started as a weight loss transformation, but along the way, I really, I, I really, I call 2017 my awakening. Yeah. And, and it opened my eyes to so many different things, not just weight loss. And that was a huge part of it, but just the way that I live my life, the way that I process things in my life, my relationships uh, with myself, with others, uh, priorities, everything. Uh, 2017 was like this great awakening. And then I said, okay, I'm going to take everything I learned in 2017. And then 2018 is going to be the year of execution. It's time to execute on all these things, all this newfound strengths and beliefs that I have, it's time to make 2018 the year to execute on those things. Nice. So, and, and so I lost over a hundred pounds in the last 15 months and I started documenting my journey on Instagram specifically. Um, Instagram to me was kind of always like this, uh, I don't know what's the best way to describe it, but it was always kind of this big challenge to me because Early on, I, I was on Instagram since 2012, and it was always kind of treated as just a personal page. Here is me, wherever. If you scroll back to 2013, you can probably find me chugging a beer and a couple of them, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. But I, I just, I really didn't get Instagram at that time. Uh, right. I was more of a Twitter guy, which oddly, it shifted way the other way now. I'm, I'm all in on Instagram. But I, I, I said, you know, let me document this journey. Let me show people what I'm doing, because if it helps even one person, then it's all worth it. But not to mention just that, but also it's accountability. When we're talking about weight loss specific, it's accountability. And so if I post this stuff and people come along for that ride, right? Right. You better deliver. (laughs) I better deliver because if I stop, there's going to be a couple people in my DM starting to ask questions. So it was something to keep me on my toes. And what happened that I did not expect was to have this incredible community of people to meet this incredible just group of new friends that I've made. Right. And the ride has been incredible in the last year on Instagram. Absolutely. It, incredible. Yeah. And I, you know, what's interesting is I, I, you know, this, this platform has been so, I mean, giving to creators, I think. Yes. Um, the thing with Snapchat and I, are you on Snapchat too, Gary at all? No, I, I tried to get on it for a while and I just, it just wasn't my cup of tea. You know, what's really interesting that you say that too. And you're like 35, so you're still a millennial yeah. until, until August rolls around. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, it's interesting you say that because so many people I've talked to are now saying why I don't even have really a reason to get on Instagram now because Instagram not only has all the features, yeah. but Instagram gives creators like opportunities to reach a wide audience create a business, create a personal brand because there's discoverability, there's shareability. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hard work always wins. You know, I'm old. I got to put on my glasses, Gary. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Personal brand. I, I did just that, but we can get into that later. Go no, ahead. no, no, we will. We're totally going to get into that. <laughs> and like, and like now that IGTV, you know, a lot of people from YouTube, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people are saying this is a war between YouTube and Instagram. Well, okay. Maybe, maybe not. I don't really know if I even, I even have enough to go on that. But what's interesting is, is a lot of creators, this is actually a fact. 
a lot of creators, I mean, a lot of stuff can just be drama for your mama. But the, a fact is, is that a lot of creators have been really frustrated with YouTube. Yeah. And just recently, by the way, as of this recording, if you're listening to this on the podcast, um, just recently, they just started doing some funky things with thumbnails or running like some weird experiment. I remember going on my YouTube channel on mobile and going, what in the world happened to all my thumbnails? I worked my ass off for those thumbnails. And so they're doing, and they don't let the creators know about it. And there's demonetization. IGTV comes along, which by the way, Gary showed his audience, which I didn't even know that. And I thought I knew everything about this stuff. (laughs) I'm teasing. But like Gary was like, hey, IGTV, you can leave a link in the description, which is just, it just the hashtags, because you mentioned Twitter and I love Twitter because I feel like Twitter is like a conversation you can have with businesses, brands, and anybody. It's like a real conversation. Right. Whereas, whereas IGTV, it gives you a chance to get that. Dis- it gets its discovery for creators. Like I can't tell you like with, with geolocation, with hashtags, now with IGTV, the search engine on IGTV is becoming something interesting too. I don't know if it's going to come even near that of Google. I mean, nothing really comes close to Google, but only time will tell. Give it time. But you know what, dude? Like, yeah, I see more and more people going all in on IGTV. And, you know, you I did a live stream about this the day it launched. Yeah. Because I was so excited about it. I didn't even know. It was funny. This is what I wanted to say about Gary. And I want to just say hey, hey to some people in the chat. Jeffrey, good to see you. Hey, Seth, really awesome to see you too. Seth says, if it's a war... They are fighting over different countries. That's interesting. Elaborate on that, Seth. Sethi is a great creator. He's, a, he's also an educator. He does fantastic stuff on YouTube. Competition is a good thing. Absolutely it is. Um, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, if I may, I'm going to embarrass Gary probably right now. Oh, <laughs> but like Gary does it the right way. If you're listening to this podcast live stream, if you're listening to it live or you're listening to the replay, please heed this, guys. Gary doesn't spam me and say, which I get this all the time, Gary. I know you do too. Hey, Nez, you know, I do a channel about this. You should have me on your show. I don't even know who the hell you are. (laughs) What do you mean I should have you on my show? It's like, dude, at least get me like dinner first or something. What's going on here? Wine and dine me a little bit, guy. Like, I mean, it's like good to see you, Jeffrey. Share this out, guys, because you're not going to want to. Gary's going to drop some serious wisdom grenades. I'm telling you right now, you got to you got to share this out, please, if you don't mind. Um, Gary did it the right way and he's doing it the right way. He's a great example. He's going to leave. I'm going to leave all his links in the show notes. He's also going to go back in the live stream and bust as many links as you want. Uh, Gary in the chat, Gary contributed to the conversation. Gary gave really valuable feedback. He came in my IGTV and he's, I've known Gary since before that as well, but he came into my IGTV um, live stream. He actually like provided awesome info. He wasn't spammy. He was trying to become a member of the community. He displayed his passion. He helped. He brought value. And that's why I was like, dude, it, it just, this is what happens as human beings. Whoa, this guy's interesting. This guy's actually kind of cool. Maybe I'll have him on my show. That's the kind of shit that goes through people's heads, y'all. So Gary, this is, this is, and I know he's just sitting there going, kind of, you know, blushing right now and getting, I don't mean to, you know, embarrass him, but like, dude, you're doing everything the right way. Like you really are. And I want to kind of talk to you more about 
what are some mistakes you started making? Where you want to, I want to get into the weight problem. I'm going to get into that okay. because this is, you're, you're looking at a fat dude as well. I'm a fat dude as well. <laughs> I and can't tell. I, I have a little bit of a weight problem. I can't wait to eat. Yeah. Okay. I, that was I, a joke. I hear you. <laughs> I'm, with, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm all in brother. That's my weight problem. I actually love food. I mean, I love food. If you can't tell. But um, what were, what maybe you could share a little bit with the Nez Nation audience. I can't wait to get into the weight stuff. We're going to get into that very shortly. Talk a little bit with our Nez Nation audience, uh, Gary, what are some things, because you do, you're doing it so well. How did you develop that? How did you become such a good communicator? Because I think live streaming, video content creation, you need to be a good communicator. How did you, how did you sort of get better and better. What were some big mistakes that you, you saw that you were making that you overcame and how you overcame those? Oh God, how much time you got, Nez? I got time, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, I got time for you, Gary. Are you kidding me? I know this is going to be a jam-packed show, which is why everybody should keep listening and share this out. This is going to be on fire. Now, I, I, I preface it because I, I started, I got my start podcasting social media in 2007. That's how far back I go. Wow. MySpace. Uh, I go back where my first radio show was actually coincidentally about wrestling. And I was, <laughs> Boy, you're a wrestling nut job, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, not as much as I used to be, but I, right, I was, right. I was big into it. And I remember staying up until four or five in the morning on MySpace back in the day, just cold emailing people saying, Hey, I do this show. I do this show. I really think you'd love to check it out. We talk about this and that. I'm just all night long using kind of what I learned when I used to play in local bands, even before that, that kind of, that uh, kind of on the ground marketing, you know, talking to people, reaching out to as many people as possible. And I took that to social media from the very beginning. Nice. Maybe I could have been a little, maybe I could have been a little less crazy with the messages, but it was never, I never had anything to sell. It was more, I just wanted them to listen to my show. But the problem was at that time, I thought I was Howard freaking Stern and I was trying to be Mr. Shock Jock. You know, it was live yeah. radio, right. blog talk radio back in 2007. Yeah. And we were just trying to stir up all kinds of trouble because it was a wrestling show too. So it was like, well, how do we be entertaining? You know, well, we got to mm. be shocking. We got to, we got to send our co-host to a competitor show and have them call in and ask them about my show and have them talk crap and play a tape. And yeah, it was yeah. a whole thing. It was a whole yeah. thing. You got to create drama. You got to create drama, yes. right? People we like drama. We manufactured a lot of drama. One of the, yeah. one of the famous stories I tell, I'll share it with you here. Please. Um, how my show landed on a segment on Sirius Satellite Radio in 2010. Nice. So, you know, I mentioned how, how badly I wanted to be Howard Stern uh, little did I know in 2010, I would end up on his channel for a segment. There was a radio host from Tampa, Florida, known as Bubba the Love Sponge. And I was a big fan of his show. And I wanted so badly to get his attention. I'm like, how can I get on his radar? Well, there was a wrestler that he really hated in real life called the Honky Tonk Man. And so, that's right. Yes. The, uh, the honky tonk man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Oh yeah. I remember and, the honky tonk man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And, and, and look, I, I was a fan too. And I said, okay, well they, they were doing this bit where they were calling into all these other shows, trying to get on the line to ambush him and yell at him and all this stuff. And none of the hosts would ever let them through. And I said, well, I have a wrestling show. I can book him on my show and I'm a fan of your show. So I'll give you the backdoor number. You just call right in and let me know when you're calling and you can have Adam. And so 
we set it up, we get them on the show and we have one of the producers from that show call in and they just get into this 15 minute, just cursing battle, just screaming at each other. And after the show goes off wow. the air, the producer of the Bubba show emails me and says, I need that audio. We're going live with it tomorrow on Bubba's show. Now Bubba was on Howard 101 at that time. So for 45 minutes of a talk break, he is starting and stopping this audio. Like, man, if you're not checking out my boy, Gary, man, you got to check him out, go to his website. Wow. And we blew the whole website up, just blew it up that weekend. It was incredible. Wow. Wow. So you like, so, so the takeaway here is you just, you, and your hat really says it all. You just busted your butt. You just busted your butt worked really, really hard, and you went all in on you. That's what you did. But at and, that time, though, Nez, I, I had it all wrong because at that time I was numbers-driven. Right. You know, I wanted to bring as many people in the door, and it took me up until this last year to realize that that is not is what is really important. Um, for many years, I had just this wrong idea. It's like, how many downloads can I get? How many people can I get in the door? Right. And when I started this journey, it taught me about being – you know, good to other people and caring, actually caring about other people. And so it became the other way where I just wanted to help people. Right. And I don't have the perfect answer of how that, that switch gets flicked, but I just know that in growing and learning throughout last year, I learned to be one with the people. And I know that sounds kind of cliche, but it's so true. I, when I got on there, the first thing I was being hit with was auto DMs. Hey, buy our diet pills, our diet shakes, our wrap. <laughs> right. Right. And what really fired me up, what really fired me up was I was at the gym once and one of the ladies that worked there, she didn't work there anymore. Um, but she asked me, she said, Hey, do you have a minute? Can I ask you a question? She said, you know, we've been watching you come in here and we're just wondering what is your big secret? Like, what are you on something? Like, wow, all this weight. Really? And I said, let me, let, let me explain something. To let you. me break it down. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be rude, but hard work is not a fucking secret. Okay. It's not go. a secret. I'm like, you look at your computer screen and you can see every time that my key tag has been scanned into this place. And you say you've been watching me and I'm climbing these stairs and I'm running this treadmill and lifting these weights. And then you're going to ask me, am I on something? Right. No, sir. Like that's insanity. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm busting my butt here. What do you want from me? So bet between that and the people trying to sell me pills and all this other stuff, I just, right. it really just lit a fire in me. And, and it was at this point where I'm like, okay, I need to be almost like a disruptor. And I know that word gets thrown around a lot, so I don't yeah. use it very lightly. Right. But I wanted to disrupt this kind of fitness industry and tell people that I'm just a regular guy mm -hmm. who is on no specific diet. I'm on portion control. I eat what I want. I just eat a lot less of it, okay? Right, right. I go to the gym a minimum of four days a week, but usually five, and that's it. I operate on four pillars, patience, consistency, hard work, love yourself. And that's Bam. it. That's it. That's it. That's literally, it's not, it's not some uh, Harry Potter wizard elixir, is it? No, it's not one of these ab belts that gyrates your tummy while you watch TV. <laughs> and you lose 20 pounds. Oh my God. 
when I see those ads on TV in the gym, I just hit the button harder and I just go harder. You just you just broke my my fantasy. I was going to buy one of those tonight. I was like, I was planning on buying one of those tonight. I was like, you mean I can just sit there like a fat schlub and watch my Netflix and just lose weight while this thing gyrates for me? Save 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 your money. Get you get you a hard work always wins uh, shirt or hat. Totally, totally. I love that, dude. I seriously, I love the way you just said that. I mean. It's, it, this is okay. So my, my story, my story. Thank you, Sethi. Sethi, I want to get to your comment in just a second. Hey, Andrew, Andy's in the house. Share this out. Like, like when I was in my twenties, I, I was probably 26, 27. I decided I was close to 300 pounds. Right. And I would think I was like two, right on the cusp, like 295, 290. And I remember just, it was one of those, maybe you can relate to this. I looked in the mirror or somebody took a video of me. I can't remember. This was a long time ago. Yeah. And we were playing it back and I just looked at it and I just went, oh my God, like what yes. in the world is that? Like there was, you know, that one, every fat guy can relate to this. And I'm not saying you're fat, but I mean, just every dude who's like, has a weight, maybe I should be a little more PC here, but every <laughs> dude who has a weight problem or every dudette you know, you have that moment where you're like, it's that right angle. It's that perfect lighting and you see yourself and you just are horrified. It shook me. It totally shook me. And I literally just hunkered down. I knew because I tried all the Weight Watchers crap in my, I tried all that stuff. I tried all the, do the Atkins, do the paleo, turn into a caveman. What the hell is going on here? You know what I did? Exactly what you just said, Gary. And I lost like 60 pounds. Yeah. I've sort of gained a little bit back and I need to, that's why okay. another reason why you're on the show, <laughs> but like, but like, I just, I just totally said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I just ate a little bit less. Yes. I worked a lot harder on being disciplined and being consistent and actually exercising and not eating Twizzlers and Skittles at two in the morning and just really disciplining and just saying to myself, this has a lot of relevance too, because to, because I do a lot of stuff with mindsets, you know, and I, and I try to help people, sure. you know, they got that little dude inside their head that just dominates them all the time, whose favorite word is can't. And oh, I'm telling God. you, you don't have to listen to that guy. You don't have to listen. That guy is not the landlord. He's a house guest. He's yeah. an uninvited house guest. You're the landlord. What you're saying is, is take ownership, take control back. Take that control back and watch what happens. You actually, I think people really, do you find this, Gary? I think people actually feel like they're powerless. Am I wrong? No, you're you're not. Our mind can be our greatest enemy. I mean, really, this is, this thing right up here, not not this beautiful hat, but your mind. Take a look at it. (laughs) Your mind. I love that hat, by the way. Thank you. Your mind is your greatest enemy. Yes. This thing will get in your way. Look, I, I, I explain it like this on, on my podcast. It's like you take me running a 5K, for instance. Now, my body was fully capable of performing in that 5K, fully capable. And I never thought I was because I wasn't mentally strong. But also, when you have this kind of self-belief, this limiting belief that you cannot do it. And what happens is like in the middle of a run, and I explained this on one of my podcasts, was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going along and I'm, I'm going along and, oh, I look at my, I look at my watch and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, it's been five minutes and my brain starts freaking out, you know, information right. overload and then, right. oh, my breathing goes to crap. Yep. And then when my breathing goes to crap, my body slows down. And as a result, my mind just brought me down to zero. 
Exactly. Exactly. It's all connected. And I'm sure you're doing a lot of research too. You're probably reading a lot of killer books, right? And you're probably getting inspired by other people who've done something similar to you. Um, I wanted to ask you, I got a question. First of all, I want to take, uh, this is so killer because the fact that the actual person who works at your gym would say, are you on something? I mean, this, this is a complete, this is indicative of a lack of awareness. Yes. People do not have this you know, like, like, are you kidding me? Like, what is going on here? Like, I get this too, all the time. Like, you're like constantly on Instagram, you're constantly on Twitter, you're doing a podcast one day, you're doing a live stream one day. What are you on? I'm like, or do you ever get this, Gary? Why are you all over the place? Why are you on YouTube? Why are you on Twitter? Why are you on Instagram? And I go, why not? And I go, well, no, actually, Nez, you should really just kind of like stick to it. I've had this. I'm not even from people who are so-called influencers. Yeah. I think you're a little unfocused. I think you need to stick to just, and I go, wait a minute. I put in the work. I'm working my butt off. Yeah. I love this technology. It's not even, you know, what's really funny, Gary. It's not even work to me. I love it. Like what I'm doing right now with you right now, this gets my juices cooking, like speaking to intelligent, awesome, creative dudes about their life and about what's going on and how they can inspire others. Like for some reason, I don't know why, but it gets my juices cooking. I can't explain it. Of no, course, I mean, I try to transmit this everywhere. No, I, I'm with you. I mean, I've got people that have been in my life that they don't even understand. Uh, you know, it's like they saw that I got some attention on Instagram and suddenly I'm the bad guy. You know what I mean? Like I've had people that literally were day one, rah, rah, go Gary. And now they're nowhere to be found. Um, right. Isn't that funny? It's almost strangers. a litmus test. Yeah. Yeah. Strangers yeah. on Instagram support me more than, than some people in real life. It's, it's weird how that That's works. That's insane. Out. No, that totally is insane. But you know um, what, you know what, if you, if you want to get real, I mean, let's get real, man. Let's get real brother. I, 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 I'm putting everything out there. I'm, I'm putting it all out there. I'm, 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 I'm doing the podcast. I'm doing the Instagram trying to get some YouTube and IGTV. I'm trying to put it all out there because this is really like my second coming. I really feel like this. I feel like I'm entering the greatest period of my life because for so many years, I just did it dead wrong, man. Right. Married one time, done, remarried, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get my financial life back on track. I am tens of thousands of dollars in debt because I was an idiot. Okay. Let's just be real. I was an idiot. Um, But at the same time, which we all were, which we all were, you know, go through that. It's natural. But, but now, now the real hustle begins because it's like, I tried for so many years to, to, to launch different brands. The, the, the shoot was my old radio show that, that brand, it just, it just fell off the wayside. I had another wrestling website. It just fell off, but you can't, you can't fail yourself. You know, like this is, this is not just a brand. This is my life. You know, this, this is my life. It's, it's on the line. I'm literally fighting for my life, fighting for my health, but also trying to get myself back in a good place again and I feel so good about where I'm at right now. I feel like I'm on the right track. I feel like, you know, doing this podcast and people reach out to me and they say, you know, you shared this story this week. I just did a podcast about my food addiction and I talked about, you know, how I would stop at McDonald's Monday through Friday. I read off my order, two or three McDoubles, boom, with big oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. nuggets, milkshakes, going home to my wife, eating dinner like nothing ever happened. Okay. Right. I had a real addiction problem with oh, yeah. food. 
Yeah. And, and so to have people reach out to me and say, Hey, I heard your podcast and it really spoke to me. It tells me that I finally got it right. Nez. I finally, you know, the wrestling podcast and all that stuff was not the right place for me to be. It was for me to be talking about my life, but more importantly, to share my experience in hopes that it would help somebody else. Yeah. And, and there's the no greater story. feeling. There's no greater feeling than that, Sethi. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I was looking at Sethi's comment. There's no greater feeling than that, Gary, really. I mean, like, I if, if you would have told my 18-year-old, 19-year-old self that, hey, you know, serving others is the greatest feeling on earth. I'd be like, dude, get out of my face, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, you know, what are you talking about? You know, I'm going to go skateboard or I'm going to go play video. Like it truly is. And Gary, it shows when you, doesn't it feel amazing when you get those comments and you get those, you know, you get that kind of feedback. And, and I think this is really important when it comes to content creation. Because yeah. so many people make content about themselves and then they wonder, I love how you said you don't focus on the numbers and the viewership Yeah. because they, that's, they're, they're like, well, wait a minute. Why am I not growing as fast? Why am I not getting as many followers, subscribers? That shit doesn't matter, brother. It doesn't right. matter. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's funny. That's the irony. The less you care about those numerics, and I'm not going to lie, like I care about it, but I mean, like it's sure. the central focus point. Like I don't want false modesty for me, at least. Like I definitely want to grow, grow, grow. Of course. But I love the way, you, and you do yeah. too, of course. But the way you said it is beautiful. It's not, that should not be your focal point 24 8. What your focal point should be is who is my audience? How do I create content that serves them? And the reason exactly. I say my 18-year-old, 19-year-old self is, isn't this a part of growing up? I want to yeah. get to, uh, Sethi says, Sethi says something, Sharon says, it's clear you love it. Thank you, Sharon. I appreciate this. Gut level honesty resonates. Good addiction is a serious issue. Thank you, Sharon. I appreciate the way you said that. Um, Sethi says, I lost the weight. I went to the gym four times a week, started looking the way I wanted. Then I had another son. <laughs> now he's a bit. <laughs> Dude, uh, Gary, Gary, you That's don't real talk. Gary, how many kids do you have? I have zero. Okay. Do me a favor. Do me okay. a favor, Gary. Wait. <laughs> Plenty of time. You're a young dude. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> like when you have, I mean, I'm not even kidding you. Like I have a six-year-old. You can kind of see him down there. I have a yeah. six-year-old and a four-year-old and I love him to death. Yeah. But it takes a huge chunk of your, well, more than a huge chunk. They're become, they become your lives. Kids become your lives. No, then, I, I love what you said there. I mean, and I don't mean to interrupt you. No, but no, no, I, please. Another thing I wanted to mention, you know, when we talk about sharing my life, uh, I did a podcast, episode 31. People can go back and hear it about my troubled relationship with my father, my biological father. I laid it all out in an hour plus, just laid out from start to finish um, about the relationship or lack thereof that we had. So I love that you're there with your kid. You love your kid. You do anything for that kid. And, um, you know, growing up without him was incredibly tough. My mother worked three jobs to support us because his wow. money was his money. And when holidays would come around, he was with anybody but us. And it was just, I share all this in the podcast, but it's just putting my life out there for people to hear. And it's, you know, it, I feel like th that was the other episode where I really got a lot of reaction from more than I expected people just saying, dude, I hear you, man. My dad was never around either. Or my dad was an asshole. You know, all these things that, you know, I didn't expect it. It's like, I realized that other people go through it, but until they come up till they're up in your DMS telling you about it, like paragraphs, 
of their story too. Like you just don't realize it. And it was very moving to get that feedback from that episode. And I would just say, Gary, love what you just said there, brother. Um, this is what I think is stopping a lot of people from creating content that really, really resonates with people is they're afraid to share the vulnerable, the flaws, the failures, the knock you on your asses, straight on your face, everything goes wrong. You know, those moments that are not shiny and gorgeous and look good on Instagram or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, or there's no filter in the world, right? That can make your, your life look any prettier in those moments. But the funny, ironic, paradoxical thing is, and I know Gary will back me up on this, the more you dive into this dude right here, you dive into your chest and yeah. you show that to the world. In my experience, the audience just it just not only does the not only will your if you're worried about your numerics, not only will that just go exponentially higher, but you'll get the kind of people who you know join your community who matter, who care, who contribute, who participate. Because I think a lot of people, Gary, and I know you 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 have a lot of experience with this. A lot of people are just you know. Well, I want to get to 10,000 followers in less than six months, or I want to get to 100,000 subscribers in less than a year. How do I do that? That's all I care about. That's all I want to do without even thinking about this thing called content creation, without even thinking about this thing of how do I connect with real human beings? What's the premise of this show? Bringing more humanness to this digitalness. And I'm telling you right now, Gary, you exemplify that. You're the perfect I example. I appreciate that because I was one of those people, uh, you know, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think of what year, 2013, I want to say I was on Twitter and I actually deleted my Twitter at one point because I wanted to start over fresh. But back in 2013, I was one of those guys. I bought like a hundred thousand fake followers, dude, because I was like, man, got to pump up these numbers. Right. They're going to look good. Okay. Right. And the only thing it actually benefited was getting wrestlers to come on my old podcast because they said, oh, 100,000, yeah, I'll come on your show. And that was the really the only benefit because when you go to post that show for people to hear it, there's no one there to hear it because you had all these fake followers. They're not real. So you have exactly. no engagement. That's why now with influencers, here's another really big lesson. Gary, thank you for sharing that because I don't think there's a lot of people who would admit that. And I know a lot of people who buy fake followers. Yeah. Now, what people are doing now, especially brands and businesses are getting more savvy. They're not looking at your numbers, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Nez Nation, if you're listening, listen closely. Brands, businesses, sponsorships, what have you, they're not looking at your followers now. What are they looking at, Gary? They're looking at engagement. engagement. Yeah. How many likes? How many comments? How many shares? Because that's the social proof that's needed. If you want to make money in this space, and I'm telling you, I told Gary before we went live, and I'm sure you're doing a lot of great things for your business and you're, and I want to hear more about that. But this dude with the way that he's charting his course and the way that he's documenting his journey, I mean, the brands are going to come out of the woodworks if they haven't already, because you're just doing it the right way. I think you're a perfect example. Everybody this summer should start thinking about content that really shows their true authentic side and maybe even reveals something that maybe they wouldn't even tell their own spouse or maybe yeah. they wouldn't tell their boss. Maybe they wouldn't tell their best friend. I'm telling you, that's the stuff. I, when I first started out, Gary, and this yeah. was in the MySpace days too, because I had a yeah. blog on MySpace. 
Yeah. I, I was so like, well, I'm only going to show the nice parts. <laughs> I'm only going to show the pretty parts. People didn't give a rat's ass. They no. want real and they can smell it. The biggest mistake, this is what I get away from what Gary's telling us all to do, which I love. The biggest mistake you can make is underestimate the audience. Do not yeah. underestimate the audience. Um, Gord, hey, good to see you. Gord says, where do we find Gary on the interwebs? He's going to leave all his links in the comments. I'm also going to leave all of his links to his IG, to his podcast, in the show notes on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you're listening to this. Um, and yeah, and, and I think you're Gary, Gary Cantrell pretty much everywhere, right, Gary? That is correct. That is correct. I, I will say that I hang out primarily full-time on Instagram, but if you engage with me on any other platform, I'll be happy to talk with you. I just give my, most of my attention to Instagram just because that is where the most engagement is, where the most conversation is. Uh, do you have a YouTube channel, Gary? I do. Uh, YouTube.com slash Gary Cantrell. But are you, are you consistent on YouTube? Are you just, so let me, let me ask you something because I'll tell you, I'll tell you mine first. So just okay. to give you, give you a little bit of a premise. Sure. I love everything. I love being everywhere, but my, obviously I can't spread myself too thin because there are some places that I do most of my business and do most of my content creation. Yes. Instagram is definitely right there. YouTube is definitely, those two are at the top. LinkedIn, which a lot of people don't know that Professor Nez has over 10,000 followers, real followers on LinkedIn. Yeah. And I love LinkedIn. And I think LinkedIn is an underutilized platform. I need I to use it. You're preaching to me, brother. I no, dude, seriously, Gary, like, and I talked to Gord. Gord's a great video creator as well. He has a great YouTube channel. Uh, Gord's been on the show before in the first season last year. Um, I'm telling you, Gary, especially you, dude, like being on LinkedIn, one of the most, probably the greenest, the, the most fresh patch of real estate in the online ecosystem is LinkedIn. There are like less than I think 2% of actual video creators on LinkedIn as we speak. This is 2018. They just wow. introduced native video six, seven months ago. Gary, you need to get on, you need to get on LinkedIn like ASAP. I mean, so, I'm on it. I just don't use it. Yeah, exactly. So, so there's a lot of people who just kind of have a profile, right? But yeah. it's a viable, especially because, and, and if you're a business brand or you want to take this to the next level, which I'm sure Gary, you're, you're, you're doing this for the love of it, but you also know you, this is very, very lucrative. And I want everybody, a lot of my well, audience, they want to make money doing what they can to doing what they love. LinkedIn is a great place where, where money lives, y'all. Money lives on LinkedIn. <laughs> People on LinkedIn have money. We're talking like C-level executives. We're talking top VPs, management. I mean, all the way top down, money is on LinkedIn. And I'm making money on LinkedIn. And I'll tell you how in another show probably, but most of you already know this. Um, it's, it's absolutely uh, amazing. So YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, not really as much on Facebook as I probably should be. I have my live stream show. Obviously, we're doing this live on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Snapchat, it's kind of sort of fading. Sorry, Snapchat audience. I still have a good audience on Snapchat. And I love Twitter just for the conversation. But I'd have to say my top three focuses are on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram. So what would you say your, your kind of top two or three? Obviously, Instagram's one of them. Instagram is the very, very tippy top. Um, nice. Tippy top. I, the tippy top. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I guess you could throw Twitter in a second. Um, oh. YouTube would be third. I really want to do more on YouTube. I've been really kind of hot and cold 
Um, earlier this year, I, I had a refocused effort to put out more content on YouTube and I was doing some one shot videos, nice. talking about different weight loss things. And I've got my podcast that auto publishes, uh, Libsyn, who is my content provider. Right. Right. They, out. they right. make like a static image and they put the audio. It's lovely. Um, right. So I put that there. But I really want to do more on there. But then I see this IGTV and I'm like, man, I've already got the built in audience on IGTV. They like what I do. And so I want to super serve those people because that's where the eyeballs are. Absolutely. You know, if you're somebody that already has an established audience on YouTube, I get it. You want to be YouTube strong. You want to keep going on YouTube. I get it. But I think if, if, if you are struggling to get, you know, uh, a footing on YouTube, but you have the Instagram audience, then your attention should go first to Instagram and then to YouTube. And that's just my honest belief. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, this is a lot of people and I want to get into the chat. Hey, Justin Brown joined. Good to see you, Justin. Like uh, a lot of people, Justin, I love what you've been doing with IGTV and Gord, let us know what you're doing with IGTV. I mean, Gord's a video consultant, video creator. Um, Sharon says engagement, likes, views, shares, agree. It's not about the headcount. Uh, uh, Sethi says, uh, I'm thinking of IGTV, the vlog part. Yeah. So Sethi was talking about, I'm doing more vlogging. I vlogged the entire visit I had at VidCon, which was really interesting because I had a dilemma because I want to talk to Gary about this in just a second. I'm going to tell you in just a second, Sethi. Uh, Sethi also says, Nez convinced me last week, profile going up soon for LinkedIn. Yes, you need to get on LinkedIn. What are your thoughts on the whole, Gary, the whole, there's kind of this sort of split, divided uh, you know, contention between vertical video and horizontal video. Before you answer, when I went to VidCon, which VidCon rocked, I got to meet the Nimmin brothers. I got to meet uh, Alex from E-Electric Cars channel. Um, I wish, I don't know, Justin, if you were there, were you at VidCon? I know I'm going to see you guys at VidSummit. Have you heard of VidSummit, Gary, by the way? I've heard of it. I've not been to it. Where are you right now? You're in Virginia, right, Gary? I'm in Virginia. I'm hoping to relocate though. And then coming years to Charleston, South Carolina, it's one of my, Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Very, very cool. Well, here's the, here's the gig vid summits in Los Angeles and vid summit is one of those places where you really get a lot of information from it's a professional like industry conference and Hey, good to see you Toshira. Please share this out guys. You, you, you want, you want people to listen to this, even if it's on the replay and watch this, this is just fantastic stuff we're talking about here and vid summit. So VidCon is like the whole circus <laughs> VidCon's like, I'm sure you've heard of it, obviously. And I'm yeah. sure you, have you ever been to VidCon before Gary? No, I've, I've never been to any convention. That's something I need to do. I need to get out. We'll talk about that. We need to talk out. about that. Like, like, yeah. like, like, Oh Gord, you need to dive into IGTV. Are you kidding me? Gord, you would, you would dominate on IGTV. Everybody needs to dive into IGTV. I mean, yeah. that's just a blanketed. I'm going to go ahead and say, this is like a new rule. If there is such a new rule, uh, new rule. You need to be on IGTV. <laughs> you gotta Justin, be. <laughs> you have to be. Justin says, Hey, wasn't it VidCon, but we'll be at VidSummit. I can't wait to meet you, Justin. Justin has a great channel called Primal Video where he's doing amazing stuff. Justin, we need to have you on the show again. Justin was on season one. Uh, Gary, what do you think of vertical versus horizontal? Because what my dilemma for VidCon was, here's this brand new, unbelievable app, IGTV. Right. I would have probably recorded horizontal because my vlog on YouTube is crushing. I'm loving the responses I'm getting from my YouTube vlog. 
because it's cinematic storytelling. It's not just talking head stuff, which is what you're doing on IGTV. You're doing great storytelling. You're not just always sitting in the same location, same studio, what have you. You're right. mixing it up. Vertical versus horizontal. I want to hear your thoughts, and then I'm going to tell you my thoughts. And I'd love for you guys in the chat, tell me what you're, where do you reside are you more vertical? Are you more horizontal? Oh, you know, man. Talk to me, Gary. Talk to me. <laughs> For years, I fought vertical video. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all did. I For think years. Did. Because, you know, I'd, I'd see some really great, uh, like, world star hip hop fight on, on the phone. And I'm like, I wish you turned it sideways so I could see the whole thing. I'm like, you wouldn't watch Breaking Bad in, in vertical, would you? Like your oh, favorite, that's a good you know, point. You would never watch them in vertical, but now Great I show, it. by the way. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I but I fought vertical video for so long, and I finally kind of just caved because I realized just you're never you're not going to knock that beast down. But I I prefer the horizontal first and foremost. I prefer it. And, you know, should I put more attention in YouTube, which I really, I do want to do. I, I, I still think it's a great platform to be on. Um, they're all going to be horizontal, you know, hundred percent on YouTube. I need to find a balance yeah. where I can do the horizontal for YouTube, the vertical for Instagram, but I want to keep them unique, man. I don't want to be one of those guys that's just passing it from one to the other. That's really important. Places. Yeah. yeah. I should come to my different channels and have a variety. That's, I love the, listen to this guys. That's brilliant, Gary. Variety, respect the platform. Yes. Don't just do one video on, on YouTube and then cut and splice. And I, I love repurposing. Repurposing is great, but respect the platform because the users on each platform have different characteristics, they they have do. different expectations. This is why, uh, Gary, I love what you said. And I love your honesty. This is just killer. This is fantastic. This is why I think vertical video is totally, totally awesome and totally, totally appropriate. And I'll tell you exactly what I think about this. If you look at what's going on with consumer behavior, if you look at how people are consuming content, the majority, I think it's well north of 50% of users, at least when I look at my analytics, Justin, I'd love your thoughts on this too, and, and Gord and Sethi majority of my viewers are consuming my content on mobile. Now yeah. on mobile, you have to do this, right? You have to flip yeah. the camera to watch my YouTube channels. Otherwise you're just going to get the real estate's just not paying dividends. Yeah. Now YouTube, YouTube uh, subscribers, YouTube users, okay. YouTube users, people who love YouTube, who watch YouTube, they're used to doing that. They have no problem with that. But here's the thing with Instagram, Nobody flips the camera on Instagram. If you look at the way the news feed functions, if you yeah. look at how Instagram stories function, everything is vertical. Remember how I just said 10 seconds ago, respect the platform, respect the yes. characteristics, the expectations. Why would IGTV do hor horizontal? I actually see no benefit to them doing horizontal because it's unique. It's their own. And here, most important, Gary and Nez Nation listening, it respects the platform. That's the key. What do you think, Gary? No, I, I love that. I mean, uh, just a perfect example. I, I saw somebody in an Instagram story that did a, uh, did a horizontal video and I just felt like really like uncomfortable and gross about it. I'm like, this doesn't <laughs> feel right, you know? <laughs> and so I love what you said about respect the platform. I think that's so accurate. And you know, 
this was when I'm talking about when I was fighting it, this was three, four years ago. The time no, I was too. But by the way, I relate to that. I totally relate yeah. to that. I don't like, like I was like the Nimmin brothers. And if you don't know who Nick Nimmin is, Justin just mentioned him too. The Nimmin brothers are just fantastic YouTube creators. Like Nick's just got this awesome YouTube channel on, he basically does videos on how to grow on YouTube and a lot of right. video advice too. Uh, and, and, you know, it was weird because I was carrying around my tripod when I usually do horizontal with my camera, I was doing it vertical and it felt really funky. It felt really weird. I was like, but I wanted to do the entire vlog on IG, which by the way, if you want to watch the entire vlog, (laughs) shameless plug number 75, click. Yeah. If you want to, yeah, exactly. Gary, (laughs) I'm, I'm sorry. Tap. Yeah, actually, it's tap. It's Let tap. It right. Click. That's it right. That's exactly right. What's wrong with you, Gary? <laughs> I'm slacking. I'm slacking. So, so like, it does feel a little bit funky. It does feel a little bit weird. But yeah. I think just like everything else, we're going to get used to it. And vertical video is the way that people consume majority of content. Yes. So I think we're going to see. I think maybe IGTV might be setting a new precedent. And who knows? Maybe YouTube might... I mean, YouTube has always been focusing on on mobile, but creators have been focusing on that horizontal. As a matter of fact, when I watch, you know, Justin's channel or Gord's channel or other people's channel, the Nimmin Brothers, I'm usually watching it on my TV. Like I watch right. YouTube on TV. Me too. So the, the TV has got the complete letterbox vibe, right? Like yeah. All horizontal. So it's going to be interesting, but I think that that's what sets IGTV apart. That's what makes IGTV unique. And it also, again, it tells the users, we're not going to make you change. We're going to change. We're going to cater to you. So here's the, here's the gig. Don't cater. Don't, don't you make the audience cater to you. You should cater to the audience. That's the big thing. hundred percent. And, and, and IGTV, make no mistake about it is going to make a major dent. I'm, I'm never going to proclaim that they're going to just take over YouTube hundred percent, but they are going to make one big dent. They're going to, they're going to leave a big fat bruise on YouTube. Oh yeah. And I know that there's a lot of creators on YouTube that are making these videos they are already coming out of the woodwork saying they're just not going to take YouTube down. And these are guys that their pockets are lined with YouTube ad money. Okay. Yep. Uh, they know that their bread and butter is on YouTube and they don't want to get this narrative out that IGTV is going to put a dent in them when in fact they are, they really are huge. Now, it may sound crazy, no, now, but let's talk in six months. Let's talk in 12 months and we'll see which side the history lied on. Exactly. And here's the thing. YouTube's not going anywhere. I don't think no, YouTube, no, YouTube's not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere. I mean, they have, you know, Instagram just passed a billion monthly actives, but YouTube, you were talking like 450 hours of video time is being uploaded a minute on YouTube or what have right. you. It's the top app more than Instagram with teenagers. That's the future of consumers. That's the, that's the it generation that everybody's trying to get to because if you can build an audience now on Instagram, this, listen to what Gary's saying too, going all in on Instagram. If you can build an audience now on Instagram, which everybody should start doing yesterday, right? Oh, yeah. Then check it out. You can grow those relationships over time. And I don't know, Gary, like, are you on Facebook a lot, Gary? And then I want to get to some comments in the chat. What's your thoughts on Facebook? Facebook is a lot to me like Instagram was how we talked earlier, how it was difficult for me to really figure it out. Like, I mean, I have my personal page, obviously, but as far as my, my public page, um, 
it's really just Instagram content being fed to it at this point. I, I did some live streams uh, last year and um, it just seemed like even after the fact, because again, I'm not a numbers guy. I'm very patient. I tell people I'm overstocked on patience. Um, I, <laughs> Good. That's I, great. I, I have a t-shirt. It says overstocked on patience. That's great. I, I uh, would go back and it just seemed like these videos didn't really get a ton of traction, even two or three months down the line. And I've really been dumping content on that page. So it's just going to take more of a, a growth process for me to learn and, and try to understand it more and, and crack it even better. But, uh, you know, I, it's something I'm interested in for sure because it's Facebook. But from a personal perspective, from what I prefer to use, I tend to get off of it just because there's just so much politics and, you know, yeah. long paragraphs of just who gives a crap. Like everybody's a pundit and, you know, I just like, I got to get off this. This is too, too noisy. At least with the pictures on Instagram, I can just scroll past the pictures. This is like walls of text that just... Oh, I feel uncomfortable looking. You know at what? It. I think you you say it. I think I love every. I, it resonates everything you just said to completely. Like to me, like Facebook's greatest move was buying Instagram <laughs> back yeah. in 2012. Like yeah. I mean, it's already paid a hundred percent ROI, right? On their one billion, it's worth a hundred billions uh, dollars. They paid a billion for it. So and that's where all the eyes are. Instagram. That's where all the eyes are. It's yeah. so, so Facebook. And by the way, in the chat, what do you like? Cause I asked Gary this, there's a lot of content creators in here. Where's your focus? What platforms do you feel like this is where we should be spending most of our time? And where do you think, um, IGTV is headed? I'd love to hear you guys in the chat. Um, Sethi says, Short form video works well vertically. Anything else horizontal? Short form is watched on mobile. I think we need to be carefully think who we who and where it will be watched. Again, the audience first. Justin says, not a fan of vertical. I think IGTV is cool. Will be interesting to see where it goes. We're dabbling. Maybe more vlog style content on IGTV. Yes. Gord says, I don't see doing my how-to content on IGTV, but perhaps another dimension of content. That's really cool, Gord. I like the way you said that. And then um, we've got Sethi saying, my Facebook is where both my YouTube and Instagram feeds come together. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. You, you know, says, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go I'm ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, uh, I, I just had a point about it, like uh, links about what I put out. I, I kind of have like different categories of where I put my content or where I like to put my content. I feel like uh, Instagram stories is just that short form content. I feel like uh, Instagram or IGTV and, and YouTube is kind of that middle of the road uh, mm -hmm. length of content. And then people that really want the links can go to my podcast and get more longer form content. So I like to deliver different links of content to different audiences. Right. Right. Here's the thing. Here's, here's, so we're getting a lot of stuff in the chat about, and we've talked about this too, Gary, like spreading ourselves too thin. Yeah. I can't stand this noise, like spreading yourself too thin. Look, look, experiment, try it out, see what happens. Don't, oh, if I try IGTV, it's going to take away from my YouTube. If I try, like, put in the work. What is wrong with you people? Put in the work. Like, you're living in the greatest era of all time. This is like, I mean, like take advantage. If you have the chance to be on CBS, CNN, Fox, ABC, 
if you have the chance to be on all these channels and it's free for the love of God, yeah. why wouldn't you take advantage of that? Like, I understand it. Trust me. I understand focusing and tunnel vision is very, very important. But here's what I would say. And Gary, I want your thoughts on this because okay. we haven't even gotten into like really, the, I want to talk a little bit more about the weight stuff too, but this sure, is, a, sure. we're getting cooking with this topic. Yes. Um, and thank you for your time too, Gary. Of course. Um, so, so, so like, I think there should be three major frameworks that you should be utilizing with content creation. I definitely think video is a no brainer. Got to do something with video, whether it's live streaming. I love live streaming because it's immediate, it's intimate, but video, video, video is the predominant form of communication in the 21st century. If you don't know that you got to get on board. The next thing is, is I think writing, I think long form content, especially on LinkedIn, blogging on medium. Have you heard of medium before Gary? Yes. I think that if you're not a writer, well, then don't worry about it. But I think that that's a great place to kind of diversify. I think diversification with content creation is huge. So uh, video and then blogging long for, I've been, I mean, I'm a writing professor. So I've been a blogger since the early MySpace days. So I love, and I'm not saying that as like, oh, look at me, but just like, I know the value of it. I've been getting a huge audience through blogging because there's a lot of people who still love reading. Don't get it twisted, y'all. The third thing, and Gary's doing this beautifully, the third framework. So video, blogging, long form written content is voice. The third thing is voice. Now, do you have to start your own podcast? Not necessarily. There's a lot of cool apps where you can just do sort of a lot of things with voice. I mean, I know Anchor is kind of one that's really popular, but but I think that's something that people should start thinking about. Um, you could even cut the uh, you could even cut the audio out of your live streams, out of your videos, and maybe even do some cool stories or cool like little shorts that you can put up on these different channels. It doesn't have to necessarily be a podcast, but um, I think those three frameworks: video, blogging, written form content, and voice. Because this is where, as Gary said so aptly, this is where the attention is going. What do you think about that, Gary? No, I love it. And and to your point of what you just said, uh, I actually took an IGTV video that I did yesterday that got just a ton of response. And I, I took the audio, sweetened it up a little bit in uh, Adobe Audition and slapped it up on my podcast feed, stayed up late last night. Oh, that's awesome. Podcast feed. And just because I wait a minute, wait a minute, time out, time out. Did you just say that you stayed up late last night putting your podcast feed, putting in your podcast feed? You damn right, I did. You know what's crazy? <laughs> you know what's crazy, Gary Cantrell. Yeah, I have to stop you for a second. So my wife, it was like two in the morning. <laughs> my wife came into my. This is like my office, my studio. It's in my house. Yeah. My wife knocks on the door and she just looks at me with this perplexed look. She's like, what in the world are you doing? I mean, she used a <laughs> choice word than that. Sure. But uh, uh, I was like, I wanted to get this podcast up before I went to bed. And she's like, are you nuts? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I'm nuts. Dude, you're on the other side of the continent. We were doing the same thing. Yeah, no, no, dude. I, I right now, I'm I love you, Gary Cantrell. I love you. I, look, <laughs> look, I we talked about it, man. Uh, all the stuff I've been through, the, yeah. the debt, the hustling, all this stuff. So look, I, right now I'm balancing a full-time job. I'm balancing getting in, in good shape, which is also a full-time job. I'm doing a podcast. I'm writing a book. I'm creating video content. I'm all over the map here. But the end goal is to give value to the people. Yeah. That's really what I care about here. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. I love that. So tell me, are you, are you, I want to talk a little bit about, and I know we, we've been, look at this. It's already like past the hour and I, it feels like five minutes have passed. I love this. I know. We might have to do a series. You know what? I have a, I have an idea. We might have to do a series with Cantrell, like a, like a three part series, the Cantrell series coming at you. There's so much here to unpack. Believe I'm me. telling you right now, it's, it's like, I feel like I'm giving you therapy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, I, I I put myself out there. Look, I, I realize uh, what I love it's it. like when you put yourself out there. I for me, it, it helps me. That, you know, doing stuff like this, doing my podcast, yes. is my therapy. That is I therapy. I wouldn't share all this stuff if I didn't think it would help me and or help others. So of course, that's why I'm just like, just put it all out there. So did you try? Let's get to. I love the content creation strategy. I love what we've been talking about. And guys. You need to maybe listen to this or watch this a couple more times because I think Gary dropped some serious, serious wisdom grenades. And I mean, this is something you need to start doing like yesterday. I want to talk a little bit about the, about the journey, the journey, the journey. And um, I know that you said that, you know, those four pillars, which was patience, consistency, if I remember correctly, um, hard work and discipline, right? What was the fourth one? Uh, love yourself. Love yourself. Yes. And that because, sounds a little mushy. It sounds a little mushy, but it's not mushy guys. It's not mushy. And by the way, Gary, I've talked about this on my YouTube channel. Go ahead. If, if you don't love yourself, it's game over. It's game over. It's game over. Game over. I love Done. the way you said that. Done. That's, yes. that's what it is. But no, you nailed it right there. Patience, consistency, hard work, and love yourself. And that, by the way, isn't just a weight loss thing. That applies to that's every everything. aspect of life. Did you, did you, did you, um, when you started to see the weight drop, when you started to see the results? Yes. And, and, and w- would you say from, from the point where you first started losing weight to now, how long has that been? Like how, how many months, how many, how many? Right now we're at like 16, 17 months. I started wow. January of 2017. What would you say is the hardest thing? Because I know, I mean, a lot of the stuff that I talk about on my different channels is mindset and personal development and wellness what would you say is the hardest, hardest part of key, of sustaining that? And tell us a little bit about what was stopping you, what was trying to stop you, whether it was internal or external, and maybe perhaps how you kind of fought through that. How do you keep yourself going? I want to live. That That's how I keep myself oh, going. So and good. I know that that sounds, you no. know, very cliche to say, but here, here's the deal. So, over the last 10, 15 years, I tried maybe seven or eight different weight loss plans, okay? And I failed at every one of them. I just fell flat on my face every time. In 2014, I had a bacterial infection in my left leg, uh, a condition called cellulitis, and I nearly died. Oh now, this was not directly related to my weight, but certainly my weight was not helping my situation, and my temperature reached well over 100 degrees. Um, and it, it, it got bad and to the point where I was in the hospital for five days. And when I got out of the hospital, I still didn't clean up my act because I didn't start until January of 17 and I was in the hospital August of 2014. So yet another year and a half, two years where I still had not gotten my act together. And I tried, uh, you know, all these different things. And this is what I tell people. This is the number one thing because there's so much noise Everybody wants to, they, they think they have to go Google. I need to buy this to get started. I need to buy that to get started. You just need to get your ass out and start walking. 
That's how you start. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you, you figure out the portion control because when you say I'm going to do this specific diet, unless you're like allergic to something, unless you will die because you eat this, like you don't have to cut out anything uh, that you don't want to. You just need to do the, the portion control. That's what I wanted to ask you about was this yeah. whole like, because, because I know that a lot of people are so confused like myself because yeah. there's so many damn options now. It's almost yeah. like, do I need to go to Whole Foods and get everything organic? Am I supposed to be eating celery water? I mean, what am I like? What are your what are your thoughts on like? So you're telling me that you pretty much eat whatever you want, but it's really about portion control, or is it like yes. a little bit of both? No, I mean it, it's making smarter choices. When, when I started, there were only five things that I outright banned: soda, mm-hmm. McDonald's, <laughs> Taco Bell. Nice Burger King and Wendy's. Now these are very specific because wow. these are places that I had the addiction problem directly related with. Right. And so what I found was I could swap these out. Like let's just take Taco Bell for instance. Swap that out with Chipotle. Their food is lesser of an evil. Okay, it's very good. I don't consider it evil, but in the grand scheme of healthy or not healthy, it's the lesser of two evils. Right. And so I just found things that I could substitute this for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for instance, you know, I used to have two turkey burgers for dinner. Now I just have one turkey burger for dinner and that turkey burger doesn't go on a bun anymore. It goes into a wrap. So it's nice. modifying things. smart choices. It, 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 for me, it was, it, you know, there's all these plans out there. And what I found is when you try to go all in on somebody else's plan, because everybody says, you got to do it this way, you got to do it that way. And here's what happens. One of two things happens. You either excel at it, which is very rare, okay, or you fail. And when you fail, your mind steps in your way and it tells you you're no good, you're a failure, you couldn't uphold to what this person said, so that means you are worthless, that means you cannot do this, and then you quit. And when you quit, you don't want to start back up again because you say, well, I'm a failure. It's so hard to start back up again. Yeah, it's so So, hard to start back up again. So I I had to do this on my own terms. I, I had to say, you know, enough of these different, uh, you know, plans and different coaches because my God, every damn body and their mother is a coach, a, a fitness coach. On Instagram. <laughs> They're coming out of your ears. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's, it's unreal. You okay? can bump into one just going down the stairs. You'll bump into a fitness coach. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Nez, never put in your profile that you're on a weight loss journey because you're going to get these people. They work for this Herbalife. And these, it works. It's the biggest pyramid schemes in the game. Right. Join right. me. Sign up. To I tried, dude, it. dude, I totally tried Herbalife like 10 years ago or whatever. It was <laughs> yeah. a joke. It was a uh, joke. Uh, let me tell are you, you what. Uh, are you a big sweets dude? Like, do you like candy and sweets and of stuff? Of course. Hey, I, a lot of people, they like their uh, pre-workout. It's like this powder you pour in some water. My pre-workout is a Snickers bar. Hello. (laughs) And that's the honest to God truth. Is it really? That's amazing. And you're still losing weight. Isn't that great? Okay. Check this out. This is what I've heard. And I want you to, and this has actually worked for me. Okay. My wife thinks I'm crazy, but which, you know, is not a shock. (laughs) But uh, but, but, All of our wives think we're crazy. Yeah, they they all do. (laughs) Why are you talking? Your head right now. They're like, honey, why are you talking into your phone again? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Like, like it's, I, I actually, it's really funny because I had a, another guest on uh, Sabrina Candini, which is actually going to be up on the podcast soon. She's a, she's a fantastic coach as well. She's a life coach, but it was interesting because 
she, her husband, like, like scoffs at her, like, what are you doing with this periscope? And what are you doing? Like, you know, I was, you know, I was talking to her, I was thinking we should do a show on the spouses of digital content creators because the spouses of digital content, unless they're content creators, we just look like we're complete, like Martians. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right? Like, you're always like live streaming. You're always on Instagram. Like, what are you doing? But hey, like, I did bring my wife on my podcast once and she had a blast. People were like, man, your wife is crushing it on this podcast. Cause she just did. She had no filter. She didn't. Give oh, wow. Maybe you should do, you know what? Here's an idea from a content coach. Maybe yeah. you should do a separate podcast. This is a lot of creators are doing this, a sort of wife and husband, husband and wife, um, podcast where you just talk about your relationship. You talk oh, about yeah. how, you know, I'm telling you a lot of people are doing a lot of great Casey big stats. Casey Neistat. That's, I, I was just going to say that. That's yeah, I was I just going to say that, but here's what I found. And my wife thinks I'm crazy when I say this, but I've heard this before. Eat like a, the, the three kind of sort of steps in your day, okay. eat like a King in the morning, eat like a prince in the afternoon, but eat like a peasant at night, <laughs> which is basically you eat a big meal in the morning or you eat yeah. most of your sustenance comes in the early part of the day. And then at lunch, it just slowly, basically you get the idea. It just slowly gets lighter and you don't eat a big meal. This is what has worked for me. Like don't eat a huge meal after like 7 PM or 8 PM because your body just goes, okay, you're not burning this. So I'm basically yeah. just going to put it right back. Oh yeah. Like, what are, what, have you, have you heard of that thought about that? Or is that just a bunch of BS? What are your thoughts? No, no, I think there's real, I think there's real truth to it. I mean, I don't follow it necessarily personally because just sometimes late at night I get hungry and you know, I, I think when you feel like you want to have something late at night, it, it's better just to, you know, try to give it a little bit more than trying to push it off necessarily. Because I think when you do that, you're just mentally going to break yourself down more, you know, right. eat the damn candy bar. It's not going to kill you. Like all this progress. Exactly. This is one of the things I did on my latest podcast, the IGTV video that I put on a podcast. I tell people, if you have a bad day, like it's okay. You know, everybody's in such a damn hurry. They think yes. that weight loss is some school assignment that's due in two weeks. And I got news for you. <laughs> This is life. That's your game, right? <laughs> oh my God, dude. I love that. No, no, no. I hate, here's what's funny about me. I'm not your average writing professor. Like I hate okay. assignments. I hate grades. I hate yeah. word count, page count. Like I, other professors and other deans like hate me because they're like, I like, like you don't, you're not doing it the way that you should. They always tell yeah. me, you're not doing it the way you should, which is my way is I want them to actually become better writers. I don't want them to have the anxiety of grades and page count and word count, but like, but like <laughs> you're right. They do treat it like it's an assignment doing two weeks. I love that. The way you said it's that. True. And I, and I tell them, I said, look, you're going to have your good days and your bad days. Monday for me was actually a bad day mentally. And I can't even explain it because I was having a pretty good day, but it's just like, I got to the gym. Somebody was on the machine I wanted. And I think it just set me in a, a mini spiral. Okay. But I came in Wednesday and I got that workout. You know, it was a great nice. workout. And I just tell people, look, you're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. And when you see trouble waters up ahead, I have another set of four pillars that I like people to. More four pillars? Like, another set of four? Or when you're in trouble, okay? Yeah. Or when you feel Let's like you're going to be in trouble. When, you, when you're driving down that road and there's bumpy road up ahead, this is what I want you to do. I want you to slow down. I want you to reflect, adjust. And then keep on pushing. Nice. So slow it down. Bring it down. Slow it down. Real slow. Take that time to reflect. Look around. Think about where you've been, where you're headed. Take a look around. Reflect. Make the adjustments needed that you feel you need to make. 
and then you just get right back. You just keep pushing. Very, very nice. Gord says, I found intermittent fasting to work well for me. Sethi says, we have dinner at 5.30 now with the kids and the weight is coming off. That's it. We're going to have yeah. dinner at 5.30 and then that's it. Good. Good, Sethi. solved. Yeah, I've heard a lot about, I mean, intermittent fasting. I, I've actually heard a couple of different things. Gord, I'd like you to elaborate a little bit more on that. And then we're going to probably uh, get out of here pretty pretty soon. Um, but but I, wa- I want Gary to have final thoughts, definitely. I want yeah. him to give his final um kind of takeaways. But, but, but yeah, I've heard a lot about intermittent fasting. I don't know really anything about it other than that there is science behind it. Gary, you got anything on that or no? I don't have anything official on it other than I can tell you that I'll eat dinner at seven o'clock and I don't eat again till like eight o'clock the next morning. <laughs> Maybe that's technically fast. That, you know what, to a fat guy like me, that's some serious fasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, but here's the thing when I, so back in 2000, this was like 2007, 2008. Yeah. When I lost like over six, it was like 67 pounds. It was, I knew exactly. I mean, all, all, all big dudes know this number. I love it. I you love know what it. I'm saying? You like yeah. that, that number's tattooed in your consciousness. Yeah. Like when I lost that, I, I mean, I became a different human being. I just did. I became a different human being. Um, and you know, like I, I remember uh, I remember when I lost that weight, it was a lot of it had to do with my late night eating habits. So my late night eating habits were absolutely atrocious. We're talking like, like you said, Taco Bell, we have, yeah. we have Del Taco on the West side. Ooh, we have, and we have, do you know Del Taco? Do they have Del Taco back there? No, no, but I was in Vegas in August and I had a lot. Oh, Del I love Taco. Del Taco. Oh my God. As a matter of fact, we had Del Taco last night, which is pretty sad. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like my late night habits, when I cut out my late night habits, okay, no, no uh, in and out, no Taco Bell, no Del yeah. Taco, no freaking, you know, bunion cake in the fridge, you know, watching, the watching TV late at night. Yeah. Yeah. No milk duds. When yeah. I cut out that late night vibology, like, dude, everything changed. The weight came off very, very, very fast. Let me ask you this really quickly. Have you yeah. found that sometimes it comes back on and then you... Oh, yeah. Has the weight ever been like, oh, crap, I gained five pounds? Like, have you ever gotten the scale and you're like, why did I gain five pounds this week? What did I do wrong? Has that ever happened? I almost feel like you're reading my mind right now. <laughs> you see how good I am, Gary? <laughs> I, you're you're a damn professional. Let me tell you what. <laughs> that throw in front of a uh, professor, that's by design. That's, that's legitimate, okay? So... <laughs> Here's the deal. I it's legendary. People love to listen to the podcast. I have legendary rants on the scale. Uh, I am I am not a fan of the scale. I think that it is a tool that you should use. Now, when you begin your weight loss journey, you absolutely should watch it. You shouldn't watch it necessarily super closely, but you need to watch it. I use my pants as a as a scale. Bingo. If, I, if my pants fit, if they get lighter or they get looser, then I know I'm on the right track. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're right. You're onto something there because look, I haven't been on the scale in quite a while. I, I don't, I won't go it. on it. I'm scared because oh, it's not even just scared. It's just like, I see people on Instagram. This is the one thing you look at my Instagram at Gary Cantrell. I follow a lot of people. Okay. Because I like to be ingrained in the community. I want to see what they're saying and, and how they're reacting so that I can share my stories and we can communicate and have great dialogue. And I see so many people, they have a picture and it says 0.5 pounds gain plus. Oh and then they have a God. wall of text and it's like, they go on this apology <sighs> tour. They go on oh, this apology, apology tour. <laughs> yeah. 
They go on this apology tour on Instagram with 30 reasons why I gained a half of a pound. I'm like, you probably just didn't take a piss before you got on the scale. <laughs> go to the bathroom, man. <laughs> like you're, you're beating yourself up. Now these are people that have lost 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds. And I'm like, okay, let's just think about this rationally. You went up a half mm-hmm. of a pound. You probably didn't go to the bathroom. You probably had a little <laughs> too much water, but honestly, look at it like this. Look at the person you were that couldn't fasten that seat belt on the airplane that couldn't sit in that restaurant. Booth, oh. that couldn't get on the roller coaster. Think about that person. And then think about the person you are now, and are you really going to be pissed at yourself because you gained a half of a pound? And this goes back into the rushing, the mentality of, oh, I got this class time and it's due in two weeks. There's <laughs> these things called diet bets where people bet money that they can lose weight. Now, look, what? fine. It, it, it can be encouraging, but if you're somebody that's not mentally strong, it's going to mess with you. Not only that you probably just lost money that you just bet, but also that your weight went up. Because people get fixated on the scale, and I say use measurements. You know, let's use other uh, forms of, of you know to check your body. Let's use the measurements. Let's see how their shirts feel. How do you just feel over? Oh, I, I love that. Yeah, I absolutely, so- I absolutely love that. No, I couldn't agree more. I think uh, one or like, I mean, for crying out loud, you got to give yourself a five to seven pound window of. Yes, I'm probably retaining water. I probably haven't got you know those things. But, it, you know, but, 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 and I, I love what you, I use, I definitely use clothes. Clothes are my scale. Oh uh, yeah. Gord says, I confine my eating to an eight to 10 hour window. I ate one meal around 11 AM. I also walk two to three times a day. Exercise needs to be in the mix for sure. You'll love Gary's channel because Gary's going to the gym constantly. And I love what you said earlier, Gary, about holding yourself accountable. Nothing holds yourself accountable more than telling your audience on social media, I'm going to go work out or I'm going to make sure that this, you know, you have, if you set the challenge to your audience, to me, that's the biggest pressure. It's like, well, I got to do it. It's all all, all deliberate, man. It's all It's so funny because I actually used to, this was like a year ago. I was posting on Snapchat, like when I go on the treadmill and be like, I'm going to really get in shape. And I stopped doing that because I got so busy and uh, no excuses, but it wasn't working out. So I stopped posting my fitness accountability on Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, I don't want them to be like, you're a complete schlub. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. Well, hey, hey, let me tell you something, Gary. First of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, you have been dynamite this entire program. Thank you. I just love your energy. I feel like finally talking and meeting with you, like I feel way more closer to you. I'm so grateful. I think that you and I are going to do some killer stuff in the future. Um, And I just am really glad that we connected. Before we get out of here, what I want to leave you the floor. Okay. Definitely tell people where to find you, but also any kind of last thoughts, any kind of last takeaways. The title of this uh, live stream, if you're listening to this on the podcast, it'll probably be a different live stream, uh, a different uh, title. But the title of this live stream is Summer Content Creation Strategies. If you need any summer content creation strategies, you have the floor. I want to let you end the show. I want to offer that honor and respect to you. Say whatever you want and definitely make sure you tell our listeners and our viewers where they can find you. No, I, I appreciate that. And and before I do that, I want to thank you again for this opportunity. And, and I'm always about giving credit where credit's due. So I have to give him a shout out, Todd.live, Todd Bergen, because without yes. him, I would not even have heard of you at this point. I'm sure you would have come across my radar at some point or I would have yes. come across your radar, but I heard about him. I heard about you from him and I want to give him the full credit. So thank you to him. 
Todd's awesome. He lives like 15 minutes from me. It's awesome. We're we're actually going to meet up uh, next week in Charleston. I'm going. Yeah, to he's Charleston. in. Uh, he's in Charleston, isn't he? Right now. Yep, he's in Charleston for the next week. I'm leaving on Saturday. I think we're going to go podcast from some barbecue joint next week. Oh, that's freaking killer! That's yeah. awesome. I, I love it. So uh, kudos to him. But you know, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I just the final thoughts is for people that are listening out there. You want to build a a brand you know, you got to get some of that out of your mind. First and foremost, you got to think about how do I give value to others? Mm. What, 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 what is my message? What do I want to talk about? And then how do I reach out to others to offer up value? It's not about how fast do I get to 10,000 followers? It's not about how much money am I going to make? Because right now I'm flat damn broke. Uh, but I'm, I'm so rich at life right now because yeah. I'm sharing this message of this is my experience. And maybe this is a different way to approach it because there's so much noise, especially in the fitness world that, you know, here is how a regular average guy is doing it. And here's how you could potentially consider, you know, you could take these things and and customize them to you. But it it all comes down to it for the content creators that are listening. You got to be authentic. You got to comment on every person that comments on your stuff. You need to reach back out. You need to hit them with a like. You need to hit them out with a thoughtful comment, not some BS thumbs up emoji. You got to just, you got to give them uh, all the respect. You know, they're coming, they're giving you their time. They're investing in your message and give them that respect. You talk about respecting the platform, respect your audience. Um, and, and, And that's really what it comes down to. Deliver that message, be authentic. And most importantly, I have it right here on my shirt. You have to fight like hell for the life you want. So you want to get your message out there. You want to deliver it to people. You want to live your best life. You got to fight like hell for that life. And that's that's the bottom line because at the end of the day, hard work always wins. I love it. I absolutely love it. And where can people uh, where can people find you, uh, Gary? Where and, and by the way, again, you have carte blanche. When you when this live stream's over, I want you to leave as many links, as many tags, okay. as many anything you want. Uh, you you totally have a green light, uh, so people can find you and people can reach you. Uh, yes. And and by the way, maybe before you do that, if you don't mind, Gary, I just want want to say thank you so much to everybody who was watching and chatting. Mm-hmm. Sharon, Gore, Justin, Sethi. Uh, Andrew, Jeffrey, Dan, all you guys were just rocking the chat. I completely appreciate all you guys. So really, thank you so much for watching and chatting. And uh, Gary, yeah, maybe uh, tell us a little bit of where where people should and give us your IGTV handle and more. Uh, Gary Cantrell, that's where you're going to find me. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, primarily on Instagram, though. That's where the most attention is. Yep. But I will engage with you. Anywhere you hit me up, we will make a conversation. So if you say, uh, I'm more of a Facebook guy, send me a message and we will chat. I promise you. When people send out messages to me, I do get back to them as quickly as I can. Um, so Gary Cantrell, it's G-A-R-Y. C-A-N-T-R-E-L-L. That's on all the major social media platforms. That's where you can find me. And of course, I wouldn't do it the right justice if I didn't tell you hardworkalwayswins.com. This is my store. It's my clothing line. But more importantly, it is my mantra. I speak it. I wear it. I live it. And I want you guys to head over there and check out some of this inspiring clothing that I put together. We didn't really get to talk about the origin of it, but I'll just give you the very quick backdrop. It's like, this was a caption in one of my Instagram posts. There was a Transformation Tuesday post, and I coined this phrase. I just put it out there, and the response that I got 
from this phrase was unbelievable. Wow. I looked it up. No one trademarked it. I trademarked it immediately. Oh, that's killer. And I remember printing up one t-shirt. If you remember Rocky, I'm a big Rocky fan. Oh, yeah. Rocky too, I think it was. He had this shirt. It looked like a homemade shirt. It said, win, Rocky, win. And so I said, what if I put this on a shirt, a homemade shirt, and I'm aware to the gym and it'll motivate me? Well, then people start asking, where do I get that shirt? I love that shirt. That's wow. Wow. And so now the the entrepreneur side of me, yes. Thinks, okay, let me make this into something, and you won't find me in your DMs telling you buy my shit, buy my shit, buy my shit. What you're gonna find is you're gonna go to my Instagram feed and you're just gonna see me wearing the shirt. And if it strikes your fancy, you might say, Hey, where'd you get that shirt? And then I'll gladly tell you where to get the shirt, but I'm not spamming you, go get this, go get no, that. No, of course not. No, of course not. But you and, you yeah. And, and if for some reason that you're listening to this and you're interested and you go to the website and you say, you know, I love what I see here. If you enter the promo code squad, I like to call the people that are on my team, the hard work squad. If you enter the code squad, I'm going to take 10% off your order. Nice. Nice. So if, if, awesome. it, if it interests you, check it out. If not, that's cool too, man. I'll leave, I'll leave, I'll leave some links in the show notes as well for the podcast. So definitely I, you know, I love it. I think that, I think that's great. And I, I actually, I definitely want to buy, I I think it's a cool idea too. I want to buy a couple of shirts, maybe a hat as well. I think it's awesome. And I I definitely want to support you, Gary. And uh, it's killer too. I like the way it looks. Um, Can't thank you enough again. And thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. You're welcome, brother. You just crushed it. You absolutely dominated. It was beautiful. A lot of great information and value. Um, Thank you to everybody watching and listening. This is Professor Nez on behalf of Nez Nation Live and on behalf of Gary Cantrell. We hope you will catch us next time. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Please write us a review, an honest review on iTunes. iTunes is where it really, really counts the most. Uh, We would really, really appreciate it. And I might even give you a shout out on Nez Nation Live. So thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We love you guys. Until next time, this is Professor Nez and we're out. Thank you guys. (laughs) 